Brimley was complaining about I never got the girl and I never got the leading part. What does he want? Well, he's dead now. He got so. the oatmeal part. He got to say diabetes. Right? I mean, I don't know, man. Like Die yeah. grateful. Die grateful for oatmeal. Yeah. Die grateful for cocoon. I I have to say the only thing that I associated with him with in terms of his acting work is that show that I don't even remember anything about except that he was on and he was like the grumpy grandpa. Oh, is that the one with, um, with, was it called life goes on? Yeah. I think it was Patty Lapone, maybe. Um, I don't remember. I guess now that you say it, I remember. Okay. So Patty Lapone was the mom. Wilford Brimley was the grumpy grandpa mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and Corky was the, was one of three children in the family, and the other there was like a, a boy and a girl. Yeah, and um, the girl had the big glasses, the big eighties, nineties glasses. Right, 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 right. Is it one of the Glass sisters, like Tracy Glass or Tracy Gold? Gold. Should we just look it up? It's not like we don't have. No, the no, 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 no. We shouldn't. No, okay. No, no, no. No, that's fine. I like to believe that it was an offshoot of what was the one with Kirk Cameron. Growing pains. Yeah, growing pains. I think and, I, and it, I think it was an option. It definitely wasn't. Pains. It's it, well, you're you, you couldn't be more wrong. But I'll let you if you if that's how you want to live in your ignorance. Then well, you know what? God just bless. like Titanic was, right? Because Leo was was on growing pains. It's, it's true. And a guest starring it's true. role. Yeah. And then they spun that off into uh, Titanic, and then right. uh, then our fam- family, family feud. All in the family? All in the family, it was all in the family and family feud. Mama's family? And yeah. Mama's and family, mama's family. It, was part of the, uh, it was part of the Mama's family universe, which a lot of people don't even yeah. know that, that Kirk Cameron yeah. was part of the Mama's family universe. Yeah, what a great guy he is. Mm. Uh, oh, a model, uh, <laughs> model, mm-hmm. human. Mm-hmm. Yeah, smart guy, smart guy. So smart. Very, uh, very smart. Yeah. Yeah. I, w- I think about Joanna Kearns a lot. Joanna Kearns. Was she, she was the mom? She was the mom, yep. On Growing Pains. Yep. Yeah, whatever happened to her? I can only assume great things. Lori, how are you? What are you doing? Oh, this is Carb Face. Hi, everybody. It's, uh, hey, it's a podcast it's about, I, I guess... Lori and me. I think that's what it's about now. I don't, yeah. So can we just like, can we just address Mm. all the elephants in the room and then either we, 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 you know, we put it in the podcast or we don't. Yeah, Um, I I think, and I'm happy to start. Is it okay if I start? I was lying about Joanna Kurtz. I haven't kept up with her. (laughs) I don't think about her every day. I apologize for lying. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that probably good things have happened to her. I don't know that. I don't know that, but I, I only want good things for her. Me too. But, you know, let's be honest. If she's uh, the blonde, the blonde, like sort of inconsequential actor in, a, in an 80s sitcom, they go a couple of ways. Uh, they, they start to market uh, diet and or skin pills and powders. Yep. 
uh, which is, I guess we just call that a Ponzi scheme. Uh, they find Jesus in a really aggressive way that uh, ultimately hurts a lot of other people. Or they get a, like a rare and fast-acting bladder cancer and are, uh, you know, deceased. Those are the three choices for, for lady actors. Mm. Hey, I'm just I'm checking on our Wikipedia. And okay. um, she was in Knocked Up. Oh, okay. Great. So 10 years ago, somebody threw her a bone. Thanks, Judd Apatow. Thank you, Judd. And uh, I'll look up her IMDb, but that's that's the one elephant. And I think everybody was thinking it. I just wanted to say it. So Yeah, yeah. Anything it's... else that has come up over the last few months that you wanted to talk, nope. talk about? Nope, nope. <laughs> this is the Joanna Kearns podcast. And when I said uh, Carb Faces about Lori and myself, it's really about... Joanna Kearns. The three, yeah, the three of us. Just the three of us. Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, let's, I'll just say, like, yeah. we, you know, we have been, we've called ourselves a food media podcast. And, like, for a long time, I was like, does anybody care about that? Like, it's very, very inside baseball. And, uh, and then if there was anything at all that was interesting, I often would be like, you know what? I don't want to talk about that yeah, because so that often. person is my friend <laughs> or, uh, or, you know, I have a book to promote or I want to try and get work with that publication. Yeah. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to talk shit about anybody or I'm not going to comment on the news of the day because I'm trying to like protect my, um, whatever position in the, in the world. Um, so you know, we've always been kind of marginally a food media podcast and sometimes we get into it, but in a, you know, in a, I guess a very, very safe way. Mm -hmm. And we've featured a lot of, um, food writers and editors, and we've talked to chefs and people who write cookbooks and develop recipes for a living. Um, and that's been fun. And, and, you know, I, the, some of the feedback I get from people who like us, but are not in our professional world or my professional world is that, they don't really give a shit. The people who are not in the food world are like, you know what's the best thing is when you and Chris just like talk about dumb shit and mm -hmm. make each other laugh. That's us. Um, so are, am I going through a real-time identity crisis with this podcast no, in this moment? No, sure. No, no, sure I am. No, no, no. No, no, no. And, uh, and I would say this is a very funny podcast and... Can be. <laughs> no, I meant right now. And oh, it's <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> uh, can I tell you my favorite memory of things that we edited out and never aired was our was our pilot when we we tried it out with a <laughs> tried out with a podcasting company that really wanted oh, yeah. your 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 former boss when he was alive, uh, but they let us try it out and we decided not to go with them. But maybe they would have given us an opportunity. Maybe not. We we wish them well. Uh, and, and you surprised me with feedback with one of the recently um, <laughs> <laughs> ter terrible men. <laughs> so that was fun. Uh, maybe that's right. Maybe when you and I get mad at each other, finally, I will I will air that because um, because it'll age <laughs> oh, so good well. Times. It'll age so yeah. well. I really, I did. I totally like blindsided you what, in front of like. <laughs> what did Peter Mann think of me? I don't care. I don't yeah. care. 
Um, it's been a, it's been um, a little crumbling of the food world, which has been wonderful to see, and yeah. uh, perhaps more importantly, it's the rise of of something much better. I hope. Uh-huh. I hope it feels better. It's way yeah. way more exciting um, with the voices that are getting prominence now. Um, of course, your your um, you have ties back to Adam Rappaport. Do do we want to talk about Adam or or not? Sure, I don't care. Yeah. Honestly, I, like I, I don't think he's know. hiring right now. Right, right, and uh, yeah, I'm, I guess I'm just gonna I'm just gonna speak very honestly. Like I've known I've known Adam for a long time. I'd say probably 20 years or more. And uh, he and a couple other uh, men in similar positions, there were like a couple of guys that I looked up to and that I tried to emulate and I tried to get professional advice and opportunities from for a long time. And sometimes I would get uh, work from him and it's few of his friends. And I always sort of considered them for a long, way too long, I considered them like the new guard, you know, and it was so exciting to see them kind of rise through the ranks and get these, eventually get these like, um, you know, top magazine positions. And then at some point, as I was discussing all of the fallout of his uh, resignation, et cetera, et cetera, I, I realized, and I said to somebody that knows him too, I said, I, they're not the fucking new guard. They haven't, I mean, it's 2020. Yeah. Like these guys are, are in their fifties or approaching their fifties. They're, they're the fucking, they're the old guard. And like, so am I, you know, I mean, uh, that's not, I don't know what that really, but yeah, so Adam Rappaport, I think, I mean, you know, or you don't know, you care or you don't care, but, uh, a, uh, there was, I don't know, how do I, how do I, I'm going to try and summarize it. I'm going to give it the, the elevator pitch, um, precipitated by, uh, an unfortunate, uh, an unflattering, uh, Instagram photo from a long time ago from a Halloween party that he had attended, uh, a sort of cosplaying as a New Yorican stereotype, uh, surfaced on Instagram. Um, and apparently it wasn't that hard to find. And from what I understand, it was a photo that he also kept a copy of on his desk in his office. So it wasn't something that had been like buried in shame and unearthed through some great detective work. It was kind of out there. Uh, it was brought up in the context of him, um, I, I don't know, in, in the context of, of his response to somebody pitching uh, a story article, a, a story idea about Puerto Rico. And this kind of blew the doors off of a lot of discontent and um, uh, not great practices within the institution of Bon Appetit. And within a very short period of time, like less than the, the you know, the length of a work day, he had resigned uh, and a lot of shit went down. And I guess things are continuing to develop over at Bon Appetit. I don't know if anybody else got the August issue, but it is basically a coupon circular <laughs> that has been uh, stripped of all... Uh, Personality. I think the, the cover is just like simple summer recipes. Um, and there's a uh, sort of a, a neutered editor's letter from the acting editor-in-chief. And they're trying to figure shit out. Um, it's not great. It's not great. Uh, of course, there was Allison Roman, which happened before all this, and I, I don't I remember. I don't remember if we talked about it or not on this podcast. But uh, she made some pretty insensitive remarks to a reporter about some other uh, women in the food and retail space, and and got a lot of blowback for that. 
And then there was uh, Peter Meehan, who was the LA Times editor of the food section, and uh, apparently a lot of people had bad work experiences with him. This was the one that was the toughest for me, personally, yeah. uh, because I, I like Peter, and I, I know that's controversial and dangerous to say, but I... Um, I was never in a position to know these things. And uh, I, 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 there was one story that I had heard about a workplace conflict, and I heard both sides of the story, and I realized that the truth lay somewhere in the middle, and that was the extent of what I had ever heard about Peter being a bad guy. Um, and I recognized that, um, you know, people behave differently in different situations. I, w I enjoyed a lot of privilege with Peter as an editor, as when he was an editor, because basically Anthony Bourdain shoved me in his face and was like, you're going to hire her. You're going to, you're going to give her assignments for your magazine. Mm -hmm. So I enjoyed the protection of, of being, you know, Tony's girl. And, uh, I, and I didn't know anyone that, no, you know, I never, I never had occasion for anybody to say, oh, I had a bad experience at work with Peter. So, um, again, I don't know if this is going to make it to the cut or whatever. I believe that people had bad experiences. It was just, right, it was right, right, right. very surprising to me because that was just not something that I had been aware of. And it reminded me of when, um, the, you know, things started going with Mario Batali and there were people who were shocked, shocked about, uh, his behavior, you know, including Tony Bourdain. And, uh, and I thought, how the fuck could you not know? Um, and now I understand, like people are different in different circumstances and people, if they're going to, you know, behave poorly, sometimes they're going to be smart enough to behave poorly only around certain people. So I guess that's my two cents. Uh, I, I know you have been talking to people in all of this and, and so y you talk now. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a good transition? It I'm was, really working I mean, on my segues. I, I think it was just smooth, uh, and it, it didn't feel like uh, you had just <laughs> slaughtered a pig and then threw it at me. Yeah, um, yeah. Hire me. Hire me for all your public speaking <laughs> needs. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what I have to say uh, about it. I think what I, what I would say is we are doing a very, and I think you did a very good job shorthanding everything and doing a really quick synopsis. I think people... If you've been following along, there have been some really uh, intense things happening by people who have been affected by it, and we are cutting them out of this story, and we do not intend to. It's just um, we're trying to shorthand all this and not relive mm -hmm. it and not be comprehensive, but to probably go somewhere with it uh, that we have not yet figured out. Uh, but dear God, if you missed it all... I don't know. Not congratulations. Get your popcorn ready. Yeah, it's um, it's people have been doing some heavy duty work. I guess is what I would say. Wait, can you hold on one second? Yep. I have to. I have to talk to my child. Uh, are you hungry? As am I. Okay. Can you, if you can Sometimes wait like thirty minutes, I will um, make you a sandwich. See what's going on. I offer to make him okay. a sandwich in like thirty minutes. That's what you have to do. And Why are you limping? Are you sore from yesterday? Then you check on my feet. That's what you do. Okay. Everything okay. Let's check out physically. All right. And then you come back. And then you come back. I'm not exact. And then you come back. And here's what you do. You, you, you say, uh, me time is now. You time is yeah. in 30 minutes when I make you a sandwich. 
I'm done. Mom. <laughs> Have you ever used Zipcar? This is not an ad, by the way. This might be the actual I've opposite of an ad. I've never used Zipcar. I've rented cars, mm-hmm. but I've never yes. zipped one. So I joined Zipcar, and uh, I have a I have a reservation for tomorrow for two hours, and uh, I'm like I'm all I, I'm already ready to cancel it. I'm so anxious. Uh, p- people on my neighborhood listserv have been. Somebody was like, "Hey, does anybody use Zipcar? What was your experience? What were your experiences?" And there were like six people that were like, "It sucks. It's terrible." I went back to the designated parking spot, and somebody else had parked there. I almost got in a fist fight making them leave. Uh, I got charged extra for leaving garbage in the car, even though I didn't leave garbage in the car. I don't know. I'm very nervous about the zip car, but I am. I'm renting a zip car for two hours tomorrow, and uh, we'll see how it goes. Isn't that interesting? In, what are you going to do in two hours in Queens? What are you going to do? <laughs> that is a very good question. You'll get like five blocks. No. Here's what's going to happen. I'm going to uh, walk up to the car, which is a block away from my house. I'm going to get in with my son. I'm going to take him to baseball practice. And then I'm going to go over to the grocery store that I never go to because it's too far to walk and I never have a car. Uh, it's called, I think it's called Fresh Market. But mm. then for some reason we started calling it Best Market and now I call it Worst Market. Oh, no. um, yeah. So I, I'm, but, but they have a parking lot. So <laughs> I'm basically going to pretend to be a suburban lady for a couple of hours. So I'm going to drop him off at baseball. I'm going to go to Worst Market and I don't know what. Uh, probably take some pictures and put them on Instagram because that's my only source of joy these sure, days. Sure. Uh, and then I'm going to swing back around to the baseball field after practice, pick him up, and then hopefully come back. And this is this is the part that I'm already kind of sweaty about is like, is that parking space still going to be available? Because there's two parking spaces in my neighborhood that are zip car only. And I don't even own a car. I barely drive at all. But when I see those spaces, I'm like, fuck zip car, man. Parking is so difficult in this neighborhood. And now these motherfuckers have two spaces for themselves that nobody else can use. So I'm not super confident that somebody else doesn't feel the same way and isn't just going to park in that space. And like, I don't think there's any repercussions. I don't own a tow truck, you know, like what am I going to, what am I going to call the cops? No. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm not going to call the cops. So that's a great story. (laughs) Well, listen, I think I wish you well. At Fresh Best Market. <laughs> yeah. I hope that you get bulky things. Yeah. Things that I need a car for. Yeah. The last time I was there, the, the thing that I saw that I loved so much, and I'm sure I put it on Instagram, was they had like a pretty large selection of ice cream for dogs. Oh, um, great. <laughs> Did you buy them all? No, I don't have a dog. I know. So, I know. And I'm in, you know, I feel like maybe that's a project for our friend um, Dennis in Chicago. Uh, maybe he would like to eat cook some of the them. ice cream sure. for dogs, sure. cook with it, make some ice cream cake using ice cream for dogs. Maybe layer it with the with the edible cat litter. I don't know. I mean, I'm not. I'm I'd not, love to I'm see it. I would his... love to see it. Dennis, if you're listening, and I know you are, get on it get on it and then we pitch to Carvel it's a whole mm-hmm. thing mm-hmm. yeah yep I like where it's going I like where it's yeah. going if you want to follow Dennis he's a past guest uh, fart sandwich is yep <laughs> his handle uh, I went to the farmer's market this morning I'm just going to keep talking but I, I know I'm sure you have stories to tell oh no uh, no none as you interesting don't. as yours keep going all right I went to the farmer's market this morning it's Sunday every 
every Sunday the farmer's market comes. Rain, shine, COVID, fucking hurricanes. They're there. God bless. Um, and there are the things that used to annoy me about the farmer's market uh, are starting to creep back a little bit. Like, the, you know, the crowds are getting denser. People are shopping in groups. Uh, people with their kids on the goddamn fucking scooters and the dogs on the long leads. Um, but you know, it's there, it's great, whatever. Uh, everyone's, and now the performative summer vegetable rapture is in full swing. People are just, oh, just look at the fucking scallions. Oh my God, the apricots, <laughs> I'm coming in my freezer bag. Um, so that's a lot to deal with. And so today I was like, I'm just gonna go and get some fish and some meat and I've got enough vegetables. I don't need, and the lines are very long for the vegetable. You know, the lines are long. It's a whole thing, right? So I'm walking up to the farmer's market and the whole streets are closed around the farmer's market and there's all kinds of like wonderful urban life going on. And then I see a guy and I'm like, what is he, what is he holding in front of his face? He's not wearing a mask. And he's holding this like plastic, this clear plastic thing in front of his face. He's not wearing it. He's holding it. I'm like, is he, is he holding a f protective face shield? No. What he is just walking around holding up in front of his face, not even that close, is one of those, um, I don't know if kids still use these, but you know in school when you would do like a report, like a special project, and you would want to protect it, like it wasn't enough just to put sure, it on the paper, you'd sure. want yep. to protect it, so yep. you'd put it in like a plastic clear folder yeah. with like a, a binder clip up the side. That's what this guy was, that was this guy's COVID uh, response strategy, was a uh, sixth grade book report folder, just held loosely, at varying angles in front of his face. So um, that was great. But I didn't want, I didn't want the strawberries. Yeah, it's fine. And do you know what I, I said? Do you know what I said? What? Thank you so much. This is exactly, that is the this correct is exactly answer. what I wanted. This was great. Thank you. Because if you think about it, maybe what I wanted, nobody would even sell. Mm -hmm. I don't want a Duncan Hines. I don't want that taste in my mouth. Okay. I'm not above <laughs> it, but that's not what I wanted. Yeah. Okay. You want like an angel food cake? No, no shut I, I up. Don't... You shut up. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> shut your God damn it. No, I want a fluffy cake. I want fluffy white icing. That is all that I want. That is what I want. I don't want it out of okay, a mix. I do, it's not hard. It's it is. not. I don't, it is absolutely it's not. Fluffy. It's not hard. It's fluffy, but I don't, I don't understand what you want. Yes. Like, <sighs> what cake. I want is for things not to be so hard. What I want is for the ease of not having to make, not being grateful for just the thing that was given to me. I want to be out of this. I want to not be sad. I want to not sit in a chair and have tears just fall out of my eyes. And I'm not crying, but I am crying. 
I want to uh, not feel gross. I want to not feel depressed. I would like fluffy white cake with fluffy so, white like, icing. Like, like an ice cream cake is what you're saying. <laughs> yes, that is exactly what I was trying to say. Okay. Right. Uh, and, and in other news, uh, there's... There's, uh, I'm, for, for work, uh, for, for what I do, I've been doing a lot of research on uh, what's coming next, right? And mm. what are the studies out there? And there's, there's this really uh, interesting study uh, that was based upon uh, pandemics and what was happening in China. And then, uh, bless you, and... Sorry. Th- anyway, the, the Lancet published this study, which essentially said expect uh, a big uptick in observable mental health occurrences in the fall. No, oh, no shit. Okay, so the Lancet says it, so now... Um, so what does that mean for us? Well, More what cake? that means is I made... Uh, a series of appointments with a therapist. Excellent. Because it's starting to grate on me. And mm. I'm not mad. Mm-hmm. I am, but not like at anybody. Yeah. You know, and I think it's just I'm starting to feel inside myself that I'm not feeling the way I would like to. And so I'm just trying mm-hmm. to get ahead of that curve. Interestingly mm-hmm. enough, another study said expect... In about 30% of kids, PTSD-type symptoms. Again, observable Jesus. mental health uh, behaviors, uh, yeah. concerns, incidents, things, and uh, in, in basically all of us. So I'm just trying to get ahead of that. Great. Is this where we're going we're gonna to insert a, uh, a, a clown car noise, a, a horn, a couple of fart noises, and a, and a horse neighing? I mean, if you want to, that's fine. I think I think that would be appropriate. I think it would be a I good segue. I think that's fine. Yeah. 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 Um, and so I guess my, my encouragement to everybody is if, if, you've, if you can uh, make some appointments, especially if you've got the health benefits and you're not using yes. them, what you, your, pain, your pain for something that you're not using, let's get on it, folks. It's, right. It's coming. And for most of us, it's, it's already here. Hard agree. I just uh, want some fluffy white cake. I feel like this is understandable. I feel like it's, I, it's it's like a wedding cake. It's like a sheet wedding cake. Not a layered okay. cake, but like a sheet layer cake. That's All what I you want. you had to say was, sh- if you had said sheet cake, I would have known exactly but what I you're talking about. I want a couple about. of layers. I want a couple of layers on there. You know, I think most people who'd make wedding cakes, like professionally, I think they probably use Duncan Hines, and I'm, I, I, I believe that with every fiber of my being. I don't want to say that you're um, not helping. <laughs> Am I actively harming? Because that's kind of my goal. I feel like it's. I'm in a basement. I feel like you're bringing the floor <laughs> lower onto my head. Success. Um, <laughs> I think I should have been an older sibling. I re- I think I my really, talents were wasted. You would have done well. You're, you're, wasted. you're crushing it right now on some of your photos from growing up. And uh, oh my god, great great perm hair, 
great oh braces. Oh my God, so many perms, so many perms. Like what, what else were you supposed to do? You were lo- alive when you were alive. Of course you had many perms. Yes. I peaked my my absolutely peaked with my hair when I was eight years old before I had had any perms and I still was like a beautiful blonde. I had all this variegated color. It was magical. I had bangs that didn't look like a punishment. It was perfection. I was eight years old and it's never I've never all my whole life is just trying to get back to that place where I'm in the footy pajamas painting the Christmas cookies with the beautiful natural blonde hair. Is that is that a realistic goal? I think it is. I don't know. I, I, I'm trying to get back down to my second grade weight. Just kidding. Just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> I'm trying to get down to my birth weight. <laughs> JK. In time. JK. Only yeah. in time. Uh, my yeah. bangs. My bangs uh, can You're... can now my my hair bangs uh, can now touch my um, my beard. Uh, my Chris. my the the mustache area, and okay. So it's it's not quite to my upper lip, but it's so close. Can we? Are you Chuck Todd? Like, what's what are you talking about? That you have bangs? I'm so angry. Like, I you have bangs. What do, what do you mean? Them, I je telefono, je telefono la police. I will I will make an exception and call the police about this. Uh, you have bang. I don't understand. I've I. I don't. The hair suddenly, on the front okay. of your head. Yeah. Above the eyebrows, below the crown. It's on the front part where the hair comes down. Okay. What do you mean? Do I have bangs? I, of course I, I have know. bangs. I don't feel like men have bangs. What men, are you talking sure. about? I feel like I don't even. Now I'm like, I don't even think I know what your face looks like. Like, how. I don't. I don't know. Imagine, I'm just, I'm... <laughs> imagine, kind of ugly with a lot of facial hair. That's me. There you like go. I, with large I glasses to hide it. Yeah. That's but me. Bangs. I mean, this is bangs what? to me are like a deliberate hairstyle choice where you're like, I am going to cultivate this thing in the front. I'm going to keep it at a certain length, and I'm going to make it grow forward. What are you? talking about <laughs> yes I think we're just gonna have that to is a particular form that's a style that's a style yeah. with your bangs i don't have that i don't have the curvy thing down to you know hit okay right in front of my eyebrow that's what are you talking about i don't think you're allowed to call it bangs i i, think I legally... don't think you're allowed to talk to to talk you're done <laughs> i can't these are bangs what else am I supposed to call the front of my hair? A giant, giant-ass swoop? A giant-ass swoop? Yeah, I call it a giant-ass swoop. You bet I would. Giant-ass swoop. Gina Is that what swoop? you just said? G- yeah, I said I have a vagina swoop. Title of the episode, G- vagina Gina. swoop. Gina swoop. What? what movie is that from? It's, I don't, whatever hell I'm in right now, that's yeah. what it's called. Okay. Gina. Um, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I would like to take a poll on this. I, I think that apart from, again, Chuck Todd, <sighs> I don't you. think you. you can call it bangs. It's just hair. It's just hair. Okay. So <laughs> you can understand me. And so we're real clear. <laughs> the hair on my head. 
is now growing so long, it's Mm -hmm. touching uh, the hair on my face above my lip. Or lip bangs. It's touching my (laughs) lip bangs. You're welcome. I think a nice slice of fluffy cake would really solve a lot of your. What do you mean? Agita. What do you mean by fluffy cake? I can't even picture. Are you talking? What, what, what is, what's that mean? Like, like an angel food? No. Fuck you. Fuck you. Not oh angel God. food. Fluffy cake. <laughs> fluffy cake. Oh, like cheesecake. Basque cheesecake. I... Oh my God! Who knew how much fun it would be? I, uh, should we just call this podcast gaslighting? <laughs> Uh, it's real fun. I have a, actually, I have a, I do have a recommendation that's a little more, um, useful and easier to achieve than driving lessons. Sure, sure. Uh, and that is the brand new, just released memoir by Lisa Donovan that is called oh, is Our Lady of Perpetual Hunger. It is oh, so nice, good. Nice, I, nice. I got a copy, um, a couple months ago, uh, and read the galley, but uh, it's... Oh, you got a galley uh, copy. I got a galley because I'm fucking huh. fancy. Huh. Um, yeah. Um, it is so good. I like somebody who I'm somebody who oftentimes has trouble like focusing on reading because I'm like, well, I just well, I'll just go on Twitter and, you know, whatever. All of the attention deficit that comes with with uh, our modern life. Uh, but this book had me riveted and I tore through it in like two days. And it's so well written and funny and uh, complex. And she talks about the restaurant industry, but it's not just about that. It's just a really it's an excellent memoir. And I cannot recommend it highly enough. It's called Our Lady of Perpetual Hunger by Lisa Donovan. That will also be my recommendation. Fantastic. Okay. Fantastic. Great. All right, Lori, right. I've missed you. Same, same. I, I say with much uh, whatever. <laughs> same, same. I say with shame. I say it with shame. No, I say it. I say it sincerely. I keep emailing you and being like, what are we going to, let's do this. Okay. Carb face. Do people care? Do, do people miss us? Yeah. A little bit. Yeah, some people okay. do. Okay. Some people do. You said right. something really gross on Twitter, and somebody, or one of the sites, somebody said what? I really miss Carb Face. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, we, were, we didn't get too gross today, but there's always next mm. year. Do you want to hear about my bidet again or no? You good? Oh God, that that no. That wait. So the bidet is separate from the auto rimming, self rimming toilet. Yeah, there's a self rimming toilet. Toilet, uh, I guess, yeah. is self rimming sink uh, at oh a secondhand store that I was uh, in yesterday shopping for some furniture for the murder basement. Uh huh. What? Where you am I? What? Wearing a mask, completely socially distanced. It's okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Uh, but but uh, there was just a stack of sinks, uh, self mm-hmm. self rimming lavatories. So yeah, it's different. Mm. It's different. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the dream, isn't it? I guess I. You know, I. I think rimming, it's not for me. I. I self rimming. I guess if you have the bidet, it's the dream. The rimming becomes sure. like more more palatable, so to speak. Mm. Mm. But. Uh, mm. See, we are a food podcast. All right. Talk to you next time, everybody. See you. Bye-bye. Okay, that was great. What a great ending. All right. 
Should we stop recording? Okay, stop recording.